You've found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to achieve a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. I'm Dr. Yvonne, your host, founder of Elisi, and author of Can You Sleep Like This and the Rest of God and Reflections on Rest. Well, we have come to the last episode of this calendar year. We made it. And I thought it would be so appropriate with our focus on living exceptionally in balance, freedom, and rest that we end this with an excerpt of a message that I did at a women's conference in St. Louis called The Safety of Rest. Regardless of what you're going through, what you're experiencing, challenges, enemies, hardships, that we are safe in God. We're safe when we are in him and he is in us. Listen in. When we look at that scripture that he said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. It didn't say I may give you rest. It didn't say I might go with you. It is a secure stated promise that I will give you rest. And when you think about being having rest from the enemy, in essence, it means that, that they would be safe. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Sister Millicent. They would be safe, safe from the enemy, safe from everything that was evil around them, safe from disappointment, safe from all these areas where the enemy was trying to come in. For them, it was external. For them, it meant taking up arms. For them, it meant for them to take up, fight physically and battle physically externally. So in all these things, when God says that I will give you rest, he was telling them, I will make you safe. I will make you safe, safe from your enemies. And if you would just go uh, to the scripture in Matthew 8, verses 23 through 27. He promised them rest. Inherent in that, it's not explicitly stated, but inherent in, in that is that he would provide safety. Victory was promised. Victory was promised. They did not attain the victory because they did not follow instructions. And so all weekend, we have been given instructions. We've been given guidance through God's people, through God's women, that God has given instructions. He's given guidance. He's given wisdom of how we go, how we move, how we live when we leave this place. And so if we follow the instructions, if we follow the guidance, he's saying you will be safe. 
You will be victorious. You will be successful. And so here in Matthew 8, 23, 27, and I dissect this in my book, in verse 24, well, I'll just give a little backdrop. Most of you all might be familiar how the disciples were with Jesus on the boat. A storm came up on the boat and the disciples begin to cry out. They begin to be worried. They begin to be overwhelmed in their emotions based on what they saw, based on what they heard. They saw the storm. They heard probably the waves splashing. They probably heard uh, lightning cracking and all these things. But lo and behold, Jesus was with them on the boat and Jesus was asleep in the boat. And so when he told them, he, Jesus was the one that told them to go in the boat. He told them to follow him and then he got in the boat and he went to sleep. And so this can happen to all of us that we are following God. We're asking him things. We're calling on him. We're doing everything that we know to do. And yet it feels as if nothing is happening, that nothing is changing. But we see that Jesus is sleeping in the middle of a storm. The disciples, they focused on what they saw. They focused on what their natural eyes allowed them to see around them. They saw danger coming. They saw that the danger was invading their territory. They saw that the enemy, their enemy of that situation was the enemy of the storm that was coming and encroaching on their territory. They, but they did not consider who was on the boat with them. They did not consider who was present in the boat with them. The storm, what they saw in the natural, overshadowed their knowledge of the person that was with them in the boat. The person that told them to get in the boat, the person that they followed in the boat, they didn't remember that in the middle of the storm. All they remembered, what all they could see at that time was the storm. And so while the disciples worried, while they panicked, they neglected, neglected to recognize that they carried the ultimate, the ultimate source of rest, the ultimate source of calm, the ultimate source of peace, the ultimate source of safety. They were safe. They were protected. They were covered. But they couldn't see that they were safe because of what they saw in the natural. And so when you look in scripture, Mark 4, 39 says, Benny arose, they called on Jesus, the next part when you read on, and that they begin to panic, and they went and they shook Jesus and they woke him up. And when Jesus woke, he said, he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And then the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And so there was a great calm because they were safe. And so when we follow God, it may mean that we follow him through seasons of storm. We're following him in times of turbulence. We're following in him in times of uncertain waves. We're following him even when our children may not be acting right. We're following him when our finances are not doing right. We're following him when our body, our physical man may not be doing right. But ultimately the word says that if you follow me, 
that he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I will make you safe. You are safe this morning. We are safe this morning that when we follow God in him, when we follow, when we abide, when we're renewed, when we're empowered, when we're walking in trust, when we're settled, settled in his presence, settled in his nature, settled in his character, that we are safe. We're safe. We are safe. It is something that we need to get down in our spirits. It's something that we need to get in our mind because ultimately we say we trust God. Ultimately we say we believe God. Ultimately we say that he is our advocate, he is our refuge. But in the midst of our storm, sometimes we forget that he is with us. Sometimes we forget that he is present. Sometimes we forget that he is powerful, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-not-present, that he is with us and present. Sometimes we forget in the middle of the storm. But God wants to remind us today that in the midst of the storm, we need to remember that when the storms come, when the enemies of the life come, that we're facing enemies every single day we wake up. Enemies on our job, enemies in our family, enemies sometimes even in the church, sometimes enemies all already in our mind, in the enemy of our emotions, enemy of our mental, how what we think, how we process. The enemy from our experiences, the enemy of things that we went through in our childhood that we're still battling even today. Enemies. But he is saying he will give us rest from our enemies. Whatever your enemy is, my enemy may not be your enemy, but he's saying I will give you rest. I'm giving you rest. You are safe. If there's nothing that you take from this weekend, walk backwards. Safety, rest, trust, settled, empower, renew. It's all connected and it's all aligned. That sometimes when we are in the press, we're seeking God, we're praying and we're calling on him and we're experiencing various things that it feels like God isn't listening or as in this story that he's fast asleep. Sometimes it seems that when we're going through arduous trials, sickness, finances, storms that come, that even though we feel like we're doing everything that we can, the storms that hinder our ability to see in the spirit because we're focused on the natural. Lord, help us to hold our eyes, to recognize that you are present in the midst of the storms, and that we are empowered to rebuke the wind and say to the sea, peace be still. I'm covered. I'm safe. You are present that we begin to speak to the storms, that he is in the boat. He's in the storm. He's present. He's near. He is with us. And so when we look at the word safe, what does it mean to be safe? 
in the word in Psalms 4, 8, if you opened it up when it says, in peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, have me dwell in safety. And the Amplified Version says, in peace and with a tranquil heart, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety and confident trust. When we look at the word safe, safety, to be safe, it's a basic human need, just like we need food, we need shelter, we need shelter, water, thank you. We need to feel safe. We all have a basic human need to feel safe, mm. to be free from threats, to have trust that we have some people that we can trust, that we can turn to, that will support us. Even just the ability to be able to relax if we're always wound up, always full of stress, always full of anxiety, always feeling overwhelmed, these things impact our health. Diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension, cancer, uh, irritation of the bowel syndrome, all of these things, a lot of the illnesses come from our emotional and our mental well-being. To be safe. It means to be secure. The, state, the, the sense of being safe physically, the sense of being safe emotionally, the sense of being safe environmentally, that we have clean food, clean water, clean air. I don't know about in Missouri, but in Chicago for a, a couple of weeks, we couldn't go outside of the house because of the smoke coming from Canada, that we couldn't even leave our house because they said of the unclean air. We're living in perilous times. And there are times approaching in the coming weeks, months, and years that if we thought the pandemic was one thing, what's coming down the pipe is even worse. And so if we're not secure, if we're not being able to understand who it is that we abide in and who it is that abides in us, then we will be struggling just like the world. To be safe, it impacts our well-being. To be safe, it impacts our physical health. To be safe, it means that we are emotionally well. To be safe, it means that we are mentally well. To be safe, it means that we are spiritually well. How we manage our day-to-day -day life, how we manage our storms, how we manage our trials, our tribulations, that we walk in the rest of God. We walk in the presence of God. We walk in his safety. To be safe, it means that we are free. This is the state. We're not acquiring or trying to get in the state. That if the word said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest, that's just a fact. You have rest. It's a fact. We have rest. If we're in God and he's in us, then we rest in him and his rest is in us. So we are safe. We're safe, free from harm, free from risk, unhurt. We're secure from th the threat of danger. We're secure from the threat of harm, from loss. We're secure from risk and uncertainty. Even as a compliance and a risk manager, that's my job is to assess the risk of a situation. And so when we look at being the people of God, that we don't have to always assess the risk because we have God and God is in us. 
So we look at the enemies and we look and switch it and turn it from a spiritual perspective. That from a spiritual perspective, we are certain. We are strengthened. He upholds us. We're safe from evil, safe from failing, safe in our way, safe from temptation. That he provides a refuge for us. He defeats our enemies. He keeps us safe from temptation, safe from calamities, safe from all dangers, safe and falls even our sleep. He said, when we lie down, our sleep will be sweet. So many people sleep if they're avoiding sleep because of the terrors, night terrors that come, the dread that comes when we lay down at night and we can't settle our mind. We can't settle our thinking. We're afraid to fall asleep. Night terrors, sleep tremors, that we can't get comfortable when we lay down at night. That's why we sleep with the TV on, keeping some type of noise. Sleep with the radio on, having some type of noise, trying to calm our nerves. But he says that I will both lie down and sleep. The ability to sleep, can you sleep like this, in the rest of God, that I can sleep, I can rest, I can take a break, I can relax and not worry about tomorrow, not worry about bills, not worry about finances, not worry about trouble, not worry about the enemies of my soul. And that we can be like Jesus, that in the midst of a perilous, life-threatening storm, he was fast asleep. And so if we know that we are safe, the issue is not that we are safe. The issue is, do we feel safe? That if God gives us rest, if God in his presence goes with us, then why do we stress? Why do we worry? Why are we anxious? Why are we full of depression and heaviness and all these things? Because we don't feel safe. Let's think about that for a moment. What is it? What are we facing? What are we struggling with? We believe God. We're saved. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We clap. We come to church. But why don't we feel safe? I died, baby. Why don't we feel safe? Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We love you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. Help us to trust you even more. That when the storms come, when the things come that are so, that look so perilous, that we have the rest of God and we recognize that we are safe. Not just safe, but Lord help us that we feel safe in you, safe in your love, safe that you have the best for us. Safe because the word says or the psalm says that you are good. 
and all the time God is being safe is not just the fact we're safe but we he wants to move us to the point that we feel safe we feel secure we feel protected we feel covered regardless of the storm regardless of the environment regardless of the situation that you alone O lord make me dwell in safety and confident trust and so we have to know the word because not all the time will our emotions allow us to feel safe but when the word is something that bubbling up when the word is something that's a sure foundation within us that even when we don't feel like it even when we are struggling in our emotions that the word is what's coming up the word that is the plumb line that is keeping us and allowing us to stay focused that when the enemy of our souls in our thought in our situations when things happen and everything is looking like it's going completely opposite of everything that we gained this weekend that we don't go back to what we dropped off and go back to old patterns, go back to old habits, go back to familiar ways of dealing with things, but then we begin to actually pull from the tools of instruction, the tools of guidance, referring back to your notes, referring back to any video clips that you took in order to recognize that the things that we let go, that we can't pick them up anymore, but that we, are the women, daughters of Zion, as in Michael 4, which says, travail, daughter of Zion, that we are moving forward. We have to know, we have to know with a resolve within ourselves. This is how we fight the enemy. This is how we fight the enemy. The children of Israel, they kept going back and being in a position where they were constantly, it was a cycle always. You would hear about one king who rose up and believed God, trusted God, and then he put them on a straight path. And when that king died, they would go back with the next king to the same old pattern. Let's not go back to the same old pattern. Let's not go back to the same old habits. Let's not go back to the same old way of thinking and our emotions. And so we want to sever, sever thoughts of depression, thoughts, that even when the thought comes, the word says that if I will bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. There's victory, there's healing, there's a holiness that he wants to do. That you alone, oh Lord, that in the midnight hour, when things are not going right, when things, when the storms of life are raging, you alone, oh Lord, you alone, O oh Lord, make me dwell in safety and confident trust. And the word says in Psalms 46 that God is our refuge. We have to begin to speak the word even when we don't feel like it, even when it's uncomfortable, even when we don't want to. That's where the discipline begins to come in of the word of prayer that we begin to even as far as the scripture and listening to scripture, listening to worship, that we begin to be ushered into a place 
where we will never go back, that God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in the time of trouble, that therefore we will not fear, but the earth shakes, and I'm going to read some scripture, to encourage and stir up within yourself, and the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and fall, but the mountains quake, that God is in the midst of you and you will not be moved. God will help you. That even though the nations are in an uproar, there's rumors of war, rumors of another pandemic, rumors of more pestilence coming. The Lord of armies is with you. The God of Jacob is your stronghold. That he is unfailing. That be strong, be courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not look to the left and do not look to the right. Do not look or be in dread or in terror or in fear. For the Lord your God is the one that is going with you. He will not desert you. He will not abandon you. He is effectual. And he said that his grace, his grace is sufficient for you. For your power, his power is perfected in weakness. And it says, therefore I would rather wait badly about my weakness, weaknesses so that the power of Christ, the power of Christ, the power of Christ is that is what dwells in you. Not my power, not the first lady's power, not the bishop's power, but the power of Christ is what goes with you. He goes with you. He goes with you on your job. He goes with you with your parents. He goes with you in your finances. He goes with you with your children. He goes with you. The presence of the Lord is with you. The presence of the Lord goes with you. His faith goes with you. He's turning his attention to you as you go with him. So don't look at the storms. Don't look at the wind. Don't look at the waves. But keep your eyes focused on what he promised. That even if you can't see it in the natural, even if you don't see it with your natural eyes, you'll know what the spirit that he had with you. He gives you life. He knows you and says, you are saved. You are saved. You are saved. You are saved. Saved. Make it a whole one. Make it a whole one. Don't get struck out. Don't get struck out because of fear. Don't get struck out because of depression. Don't get struck out. Because of going back to old patterns, don't get struck out. To going back to bad habits, don't get struck out. But make it a home run this morning. Make it a home run this morning. Because you are saved, safe, safe with his arms. He's a keeper. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. That he is your protector. He is your coverer. He is your keeper. He is your way maker. Begin to talk about it. That when the fox comes, when the enemy comes, begin to encourage yourself. Write down the word, get some scriptures, and put some notes in it so that when the words come, when the trumpets come, you don't have to go and search, but you can just flip over the Bible to where you put that flag in. I begin to speak the word that bold to continue with you, that he will continue with. 
that you had not be disgraced. You will not be put to shame. And he will guard your going up and he will guard your going in. Going to contend that we have some enemies that we're facing. Sometimes it's not our own mental enemy, but there's people that we are contending with on our jobs. People that we're contending with potentially even in our bed. People that we're contending with in our own household. But God wants you to know this morning that if you have to know it, you have to know it, you have to know it. And the knowing is even in our emotions that we feel safe. We feel protected. We feel covered. We feel like he is with us. That even when he doesn't feel like it, we and to speak the word and encourage and know that it's something now that it doesn't matter. We might get shaken. We might get a little bit rocky for a few minutes, but then we catch ourselves. We catch ourselves and we begin to decree and declare the word that he's my advocate. He's my comforter. He's my way maker. He's my wheel in the middle of the wheel of one of those back old skills. That he is present. He's present. That no one will be able to oppose us all the days of our life. It's not temporary. It's not temporary. All the days of our lives. He says, I am with you. I will be with you. I will not desert. I will not abandon. And sometimes what we're doing is associating the character of God with the people that have deserted us, the people that have abandoned us, the people that we have been connected with that we are associating our knowledge and our, care and our thought process about who God is and how he is based on how people have dealt with us. And we are living beneath our privilege as it relates to accessing the fullness of God. And Peter, it talks about that we have access to all spiritual blessings all spiritual blessings. So then why as the saints of God are we struggling so much? Why that it's something that bothers me even for myself the past couple years of getting this word in myself. I need to feel it. I need to, I don't just wanna know it, a religious exercise of I trust God, I trust God. I gotta have it in my heart that Lord I not trust you. I am confident in you that when I go to sleep at night, I don't have to sleep with a nightlight on because I trust you. Isaiah 41 says, do not fear. Fear is a demon. Fear is a demon. And the Bible said that in the last days that, that fear, the people's hearts will be failing them because of fear. And fear is it's spiritual and it's a demon. We need to bind that up. We need to curse it at its root. Whether it's fear of not paying our bills, fear of our children not being saved, fear of uh, things that are going on health-wise, 
He said, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with your right hand. And so I want to seal it this morning that if there's any residue, if there's anything left that we're holding on, that we release it and that no more, no more, stand with me. No more, say no more, no more. The woman of God, she laid hands last night, but I just want us to corporately go in with just being able to seek the face of God and be, if there's any residue, you know it better than me. If there's anything in your heart, and what's the enemy? What are the enemies that you're dealing with? What are the enemies? Is it frustration? Is it depression? Is it anxiety? Is it stress? Is it happiness? Is it whatever it is? Let's change our perspective. Right. Let's change our perspective and allow God to just minister to our hearts. It's personal. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.